by you having this plan, you can start to align your company for success. And kind of a magical thing happens. For most people who execute this plan, they achieve their goal faster than they anticipated. How do we, as medical professionals, create the life of our dreams and still impact the lives of our patients? My name is Dr. Adam Sewell, and I'm here to show you how to break free of the traditional healthcare system that has you overworked and underpaid. If you're ready to join us, visit freedomthroughprosperity.com. But for now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, medical entrepreneurs. Uh, welcome to the Medical Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's very, very important at the end of the year. We're going to talk about the concept of forward planning. You know, for most uh, physicians, uh, nurse practitioners, et cetera, that are running their own practice, what they typically do is what we considered reactive management, meaning like they try to get some patients in. Uh, whenever something breaks, they're going to try to hire somebody to fix it. Uh, you know, they got to get some, uh, you know, authorizations done or whatever. They got to hire somebody to do that. So everything they're doing is very, very pro, like reactive. So uh, what happens is that pretty much most of the planning, um, it revolves around or most of the decision making on the business side revolves around things that are going on or like the fires that are happening that they have to put out, right? Uh, and this happens for a lot of reasons, but usually it's because uh, they have some issues with uh, time, you know, like they're usually the provider and the business owner. And so it's very difficult to, to budget time for that. Um, but I want to mention a concept for you that is used in big businesses all the time, but is hardly ever used in medical practices. And that is called the concept of forward planning. You see, if you're actually building a large enterprise, like you're running, um, you know, FedEx or you're running a big company, it would be natural for you to basically have a cadence or a certain set of meetings that would occur in your practice or in your business, right? For most professionals that own their own practice, they don't have any of this. There's never a time where they are dedicate a time where they block it off on the calendar, turn off their cell phone, mute their cell phone, whatever. Um, and they just focus on what am I going to do with my practice in 2023? What am I going to do with my practice in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter? How am I going to, uh, you know, what are my goals and how I'm going to reach them? And this concept of forward planning is really, really important because without having a vision for your practice, what will naturally happen is your practice will eventually devolve into whatever the lowest form of um, survival is based on the fires that are occurring in your practice, and you'll just get more and more fires. Uh, and so you'll spend your entire time trying to, you know, see patients, treat patients, and then run around, try to put out the fires in your practice. And then you'll be exhausted and you'll go home and the cycle will repeat. And this cycle is very damaging, especially for medical entrepreneurs, who are people who like to control things, people who like to achieve great levels of success, right? So one of the most important things that you can do is to take the time to set a few meetings uh, out for yourself, right? You need to set a block of one to three hours to basically plan for the year. So 2023 is just around the corner. Um, set a, a block of one to three hours where you can sit down and make a plan for what is it that you could do in 2023? What would make 2023 an amazing year? What are the things that you could introduce? What are the different uh, things that you'd like to do? Um, is there any aspects of your practice that you don't like and you'd like to have those removed? Are there aspects of your practice that you do like and you want to have those enhanced? Um, can you add any new services? Can you add any new laboratory testing? You know, what is it that you can do in 2023 to, to live your best life? 
and actually sit down and just take a sheet of paper on the one side, write down all the things that you could do. Don't judge them. Don't think about them. Just like write them down as they come to you, just kind of like in a flow of consciousness kind of thing. And then later, once you're done with all of that, take a break, get a sip of water, uh, come back and then look at all those things that you could do and highlight those that you think you want to do or that you will do. And then once you select those that you want to do, commit to them and say, hey, this I am going to do in 2023. And then basically you're going to set down and have another meeting scheduled for quarterly planning. So at the end of the, the year or the beginning of the new year, you're going to have a, a meeting where you're basically meeting can be just with yourself, but you want to schedule it like a meeting where it's on the calendar, the time's blocked off, it's dedicated. No one's going to schedule patients during that time. There won't be any phone calls during that time. You are dedicated to uh, making your business grow, making your practice grow. And you'll, you'll basically sit down and say, okay, if I have these as my goals for the year, how am I going to, how am I going to accomplish those goals in each of the quarters? So in the first quarter of the year, what can I accomplish? Second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And when you start to do that, what happens is you start to realize that these goals that may have seemed almost unattainable are now actually very close to being attainable. You can reach them fairly, fairly easy because you can actually see what like, okay, I know in the first quarter I can do this. If I do that by the first quarter, by the second quarter, then I should be able to do that. And then by the third quarter, I should be able to do that. And then by the fourth quarter, I should make my goal. And you'll start to be able to see that there is a plan in place that you're building. And what happens is you're starting to build a vision now. And so then you go and you break it down to the monthly goals. So now that you know what all your quarters are going to be, then you go each month. What do you need to do in January? What do you need to do in February? What do you need to do in March? And then from there, you break it down into the weeks. And when you get this planning done, what happens is your entire practice, your entire company, your entire business now has a vision of where you're going along with a plan to get there. And it sounds so simple, but so many people don't do this. And this is really the major differentiator between practices that are highly, highly successful and those that are not. And, you know, you can say a lot of things, but basically it has been well known for a lot of people that without a vision, people perish, right? I think it's even in the Bible it says that. So basically, if you don't have a vision of where you're going, it's really hard to motivate your staff to keep them, you know, uh, you know, on your side, working and having something to look forward to. By having the vision, what will happen is you'll naturally get more staff retention because people can actually see there's a goal and people want to be involved in, in something that's growing versus like, oh, it's a job. We do the same thing every day and you're going to be doing it until you die. Like, that's really boring. Like, who wants to, <laughs> who wants to do that, right? So once you have a goal, like, hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. And even if you should not meet your goal, um, which is very rare, by the way, for people who do this, even if you should not meet your goal, you'll likely end up very, very close to it. What usually happens for most medical entrepreneurs who take these steps, who take my advice and they sit down and they block off the time to have these meetings, even if they're by yourself. In fact, I'd argue that by yourself may be actually more successful. You block this time off and what occurs is that you will have a basically what will happen is you will basically have the time to actually sit and think about your practice. And it sounds so simple, but for most of us, we get so busy seeing patients, dealing with whatever fire is going on, uh, running around trying to do this and that. Uh, oh, you know, this uh, vendor called, this thing's late. We got to figure out, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? You're, you're dealing with all that stuff. And so you never actually have a time to sit down and say, hey, what do I actually want out of this? What exactly would make me excited? What would make me excited to come to work every day? 
And when you're excited to come to work every day, the other people who support you become excited to work to come to work every day and your staff morale improves, uh, your attention of employees improves, the employee's ability to execute things improves. And because you have a plan in place, you can even plan trainings, which is you know one of the things that is probably one, one of the areas in medicine that is probably the most uh, poorly done is training of staff. You know, so often we have what is considered like tribal training, where it's like, hey, this guy did it for 10 years, go learn from him, and then he's going to teach you and then go do it. And so many of us in medicine were taught like that. You know, they use the excuse of, uh, was it see one, do one, teach one, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, while that's maybe necessary for, you know, dire situations, the reality is that can be done so much better, right? Uh, so basically by you having this plan, you can start to align your company for success and kind of a magical thing happens. For most people who execute this plan, they achieve their goal faster than they anticipated. So if your goal by the end of the year was to do X number of revenue, what usually happens is as you start to execute the plan, you start to see like, whoa, we already did the first month's, uh, you know, everything needed for January. It's already done by January 15th. Let's go start in February's goals. And then next thing you know, by, by, by six months in, you've reached your revenue goal. And so when that happens... You need to stop, do more, do more planning, uh, do the thing that works, you know, uh, and then basically set up a new new set of goals. Because as long as you have a vision, as long as you have a goal, you will have a drive. And if you have a drive, people love to be a part of something. The hardest thing to ever make a team excited about is doing the same thing every day, no matter what, without a purpose or without a vision. If you look at society in general, you'll see that those companies, those movements, those organizations that have a purpose, that have a vision, they are naturally more successful than those that don't. Even if you look at political campaigns, if you look at the political campaigns for the last several years, those political campaigns that call out a vision actually do better than those that don't. It's just historic. And the reason why is just ask yourself, what would you rather be part of? Would you rather be part of a vision that says, hey, our goal is to keep everything the same status quo? Or would you rather be part of a goal that's making, uh, be a part of a team that has goals that are making a difference in society, making things greater, making things better? And so I ask you that please think about making some time to do some planning. You can call it whatever you want to call it. In corporations, they call a series of meetings that occur regularly a cadence because it's a whole bunch of people in the company, a whole bunch of people in your practice all moving at the same time. So kind of like a cadence in the military. You don't have to use that term, but basically there's only a few of them that you need. One is you need yearly planning. And all of these, by the way, you can do by yourself and you can give the results to your team or you can do them with team members, which is sometimes nice, especially your executive team, right? Um, so basically yearly planning, quarterly planning, monthly planning and weekly planning. If you can do those four things, then that's all you need to do. The only thing that I would add on on top of that is if you could have a daily uh, kind of meeting where you kind of get everybody excited, um, that also really helps. You'll notice that at large companies that have high levels of performance like Disney, they have a daily meeting for all of their Disney staff. And what happens is they kind of review what happened yesterday. They get everybody kind of juiced up. They get everybody excited, get them all happy, get their state into alignment, get them to a, a peak state, and then they go do their job and they do their job so much better. So. You can say those five meetings are what you need for a cadence. Those are, again, yearly planning, quarterly planning, monthly planning, weekly planning, and, of course, maybe what is called a daily meeting or daily huddle, something like that, uh, basically. And the daily meeting is meant to be something like less than 15 minutes, something like that, uh, just to kind of get everybody like, hey, what happened yesterday? What went right? What went wrong? What are we doing today? 
here's what we're here to do. We're here to serve the customer. We're going to help people today. We're, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, basically get everybody juiced up and ready to go. So by implementing this forward planning, it will give you not only trajectory on what to focus on, but it will also invigorate and um, uh, align your staff, you know? So often people kind of forget that you can have the same components of something, but have a totally different result. And here's what I mean. So say, for example, a bar of steel. So you have a bar of steel. Steel, you know, uh, basically is, has a whole bunch of metal ions that are bound together, right? Um, but if you look at that steel and you, you run that steel over a magnet repetitively, that steel will become magnetized. And that piece of steel now can attract other pieces of metal magnetically, magnetically um, because it has now a magnetic force. But what is the difference between the original bar of steel and the what is now a magnet bar of steel? They have the same atomic structure. They have the same number of atoms. They have the same number of electrons. It is just the way that the things are arranged, just the way that the atoms are arranged, and particularly the electrons are arranged, that actually cause the magnetism to occur. So you could have a team that is underperforming, and you could go from a team that is underperforming like a bar of steel to a team that is magnetic just through arrangement. And so that's what this does. This cadence, the ability to do some forward planning, to have a vision for people to look forward to, that magnetizes your staff or what some people call galvanizes your staff uh, to do better and to be more successful. All right, medical entrepreneurs, please think about doing that. One vision, one purpose, freedom through prosperity. Thank you for listening. As medical entrepreneurs, we have a saying, one vision, one purpose, freedom through prosperity. If you're ready to follow your destiny and break free of the mainstream medical system, join us at freedomthroughprosperity.com. See you next week.